the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew from the first chapter. Glory to you, Lord. The Gospel this morning is indeed from St. Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25, and can be found in the Pew Bible on page 1497. Matthew 1, 18 through 25. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and he took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Christ. You may be seated. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Isaiah 7, 14. Behold, the virgin will, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. The words of the prophet were spoken. They spoke a stunning truth. When we see in Scripture, and maybe even relatable in part today, unthinkable circumstances. We have a child, an expectant mother, and a pensive father. And perhaps it's not impossible to see happen today, but not what we would expect to see and hear today is that there was an audacity of 
faith, an audacity of obedience modeled right here for us to hear in the gospel today. Audacious. They, every one of them, were faithful, yet all of them would be shunned. And through it all, not one, no one acted on their own well intentions. Through it all, not one, no one was unnerved enough to stray from the obedience to God. Not one, no one redirected from God's plan of salvation. Not one redirected. The world redirects today from God's plan all the time. We redirect all the time because our heart, our mind, the prince of this world says that's not convenient. That's not what's good for you. And through it all, Mary bore Jesus. And Joseph named him Jesus. And Jesus is the very Son of God in the flesh for the salvation of sinners. That's the bottom line for today. And we'll come back to that in a bit, but let's talk, shall we? This is going to be participatory. Don't you just love the beautiful decorations during Christmas season? Right? Yeah. Amen. We see colorful ribbons. We see beautiful wreaths. We see beautiful trees that are decked out with ornaments. We see these beautiful Emmanuel banners, and there's an angel on the top. Why do you think that we see so many angels at Christmas time? Anyone? I mean, you know, I didn't give you a microphone, so anyway, think about it. But why do you think we see so many angels at Christmas time? Why? The first thing that we may think of when we see an angel is that um, they appeared to announce the birth, did they not? They, the birth of Jesus to the shepherds. And we know that an angel is important to Christmas even before Jesus was born. But what do we really know about angels? Think about that. What do we really know? Well, one of the things we know about angels is that they have wings. Now, I'll tend to tell you what happened in, in the gospel message today and the birth of Jesus, and every time, this is the participation, every time you hear angels, 
I want you to flap your arms like wings. Oh, the audacity of obedience. All right, you can, you can do this if you want. I would. <laughs> you can do this or th that, okay? All right. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm in so much trouble, aren't I, already, huh? The Bible lesson today tells us about a visit from an angel. All right, I love it. Look at all those little angels. And Joseph and Mary were engaged to be married. Can you imagine the thoughts that came to Joseph, to his mind, when he discovered that Mary was going to have a baby and they weren't even married yet? He probably asked himself, what do I do now? Joseph was a good man, and he did not want to disgrace Mary publicly. So he decided that it would be better to break off the engagement quietly. He was considering this, as we read, when an angel excellent, appeared to him in a dream. And the angel said, don't be afraid. <laughs> oh, I wish my mom and dad were here to see this. <laughs> hey, dad, I'll bet you I could get everyone to flap their arms like wings. <laughs> yeah, take that bet. Oh, I love you all. Thank you. The, the child that was inside her, the angel said, was conceived by the Holy Spirit. She will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save the people from their sins. When the angel of the Lord had spoken and made God's plan clear, Joseph was obedient, and he didn't have to understand. He didn't have to know how everything was going to happen. He didn't need to worry. He didn't need to worry about what anyone else would think. Joseph trusted God, and he obeyed him. Now, sometimes you and I may find ourselves in a situation where we, uh, we don't know what to do. And like Joseph, we might ask ourselves, what do I do now? You ever done that? Angels. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> he probably won't speak to us through an angel, but he will speak to us through the Bible. And it's up to us to listen, to obey, and receive comfort. I want to share something with you from uh, a Reverend Borkhart. And he wrote and explained the following in that God does speak to us through other means too, and, and specifically the prophets in Isaiah this morning. He also spoke to us through John the Baptist. John came to make ready for Christmas. He's the forerunner of that. He tilled the soil. 
John preached. John baptized with water. He filled the deep valleys of sinners with forgiveness. He knocked the mountains of pride down with the Lord's judgment. He made everything white with forgiveness before the Lord. He's the voice that cries out in the wilderness for us to get ready for Christmas. Get ready for Christmas. Jesus is almost here. Angels. There you go. I saw you. (laughs) Jesus is here to save you and to save me. That's why the Lord is coming in a manger on Christmas. He's coming to bring you glad tidings of great joy. He's coming to bring joy to the world. He's in that manger to give you a holy night. He's coming to save you. Let's not miss this gospel, the simple gospel during this week in preparation for Christmas. Let's not get lost in presence. Let's not get lost in the colors and let's not get lost in the lights. The manger, the manger scene is good news because the baby in there is going to die. The angels are singing because that baby, that baby's going to die. Everything about Christmas, everything about Christmas is done for you through Jesus and his perfect work in that, on that cross. Jesus is coming. He's where John the Baptist is pointing you by his own confession, and that is, I am not the Christ. But the Lord is near. He's coming in the manger on Christmas. He's coming in the clouds on the last day. That's the second advent. We're in between advents right now. He's coming in the Lord's gifts this morning. He's got forgiveness and comfort, and he's coming to save. And Jesus is here with us this morning. Jesus is present in the bread and in the wine. He's here to meet you with grace, forgiveness, and everlasting life. In the name of Jesus, amen.